Today's daf is daf chav beis. We were holding three lines from the bottom of Aleph Omid beis. The Gemara uh, is continuing with the uh, giving examples of their uh, two uh, avenues that a chacham can use to nullify a, a, a nether. One is called a pesach, where he finds a loophole within the parameters of the vow itself. For example, somebody made a nether to go to the mikvah for the next 30 days every morning, and then he finds out that they're not turning the heat on, so that it's, you know, it's, it's 40 degrees. So if you had known that this, this information would have been available to you, that's called a pesach. You found an opening and that uh, annuls the, the nether. There's something else that's called a charota. Charota is more about the, the, the frame of mind, or the, uh, the uh, uh, state of mind the person was in. He got angry. Well, if you wouldn't have got angry, would you have done this? Or, you know, so it's, uh, it, it's more of a, uh, uh, it, that's, that's more of a much broader, it's got nothing to do with the actual ramifications per se of the, uh, or, or, or information that was available to you or not available to you when you made the nether. It's more about your attitude involved at the time you made the nether. And we had a machlokus whether you can rely on a charota or you have to actually go with a pesach. That was the discussion we were discussing. And now we're going to give some examples as well. So, there was a uh, woman that had uh, uh, invoked a neder, imposed a neder on her daughter that uh, she's not allowed to get benefit from the mother. So, she like did it to distance herself from her daughter. So, so she came before Rabbi Yochanan, I guess she wanted to uh, revoke the neder. So Amar Allah, Ilu Yadat, if you would have realized the Amran Megirtech, that your neighbors would be saying Allah to Barta concerning your daughter, Ba'ima if the mother had not seen any good reasons to abandon the daughter, means she must have seen the the daughter behaving in an inappropriate way. Right, because for, 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 for nothing, that she would not have imposed the uh, the nether. Means if you would have realized, would you have made the nether? Means would you actually have realized that by making this nether, you're ruining your daughter's reputation? Because people are going to say, there's no, there's, she didn't do, your, the mother didn't do this for no reason. It must be the things we're not aware of, but the things the mother, the mother must have seen that. Uh, and then one says, I'm really That was not my intent. And had I realized that. The, the ramifications, I would not have made such a nether. Basharye, uh, and, 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 and he, uh, he permitted her. I mean, that would be like, like a Pesach. Because it's something you weren't aware of at the time you did it, that if you would have been aware of, you would not have made it. So basically it was a Pesach. Bar Barte Saba, the grandson, was a maternal, uh, he would, Yanai Saba was the great, uh, the maternal grandfather, Father of this fellow, Azlakam made Rabbi Saba came to Rabbi Saba for uh, to be matir a neder for him. So you see that a grandfather can be matir for his grandson. So Amale ilu haviyadat the paschin pinkasech umishamshin uvdech minadart. So he said to him, "Would you, if you would have known that a person who makes a neder in Shemayim, they open the ledger and they investigate his actions." 
means this fellow thinks, oh, you know what? He's so chashev, he can create a new mitzvah in the Torah, he can create a nether in the Torah. Let's check, let's see what his, uh, what his history is, let's see his track record. So if you realize you put a bullseye on your back by making the nether, would you have made the nether? He says, no, under no circumstance would I have made the nether if I realize that in Shemayim it's going to have adverse effects on me. And he used that as a Pesach to uh, revoke the nether. Amar Rav Abba, my crow, what is the Pesach that Rabbi Yanai Saba was basing himself on, that when a person makes a nether, it triggers a, uh, a, a, a investigation upon that person. So he says, the Pesach says like this, Achar nedorim levaker. So the way he's understanding is after you make Nadorim, Levaker will come the inspection. It means they inspect you, they investigate you after you make Nadorim. For Avagab the Pasak Rabyanai Lay, Anan Lopaskir and Lebaho. And even though Rabyanai himself used that as a Pesach, we should not be using that as a Pesach for ourselves. And and the and and the more going to give a few more examples is that that even though we see people did use it as a pesach, we ourselves do not. Now the the Ron explains the reason is because people sometimes are going to be dishonest. Like if you if you tell a person you know if you realize that you did something that you know is synonymous with a Russia or you did what you have done it. Now, so it could be that the person would have made the nether anyway. But when the rabbi asks him that, he's embarrassed to tell the rabbi, oh, no, 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 I would have realized, so therefore you can't use it as a Pesach if it's not going to give an honest response. That's the point that the Gemara is making. So, so this is another example of one, of a Pesach that we don't use. was the Pesach that Rabbi Gamliel used for a certain elderly fellow? says like this, the Pasuk says in, uh, this is a Pasuk in Mishlei, Yeish bote kedemit karois charev. There are those that bote express themselves and it is like the piercing of a sword. But loshen chachamim marpe. But it's the, the language of the chachamim brings healing. So what does that Pasuk refer to? Kol bote, anyone, the bote is a word that's used for nadorim in the Torah. Miftos Vasayim. So anyone who makes a neder, Roy Ledokr Becherev, he is deserved from Shamayim, is deserved to be pierced with a sword. But the healing is the Lashna Chachomim. How do the Chachomim bring healing? By giving the person an avenue by which to be matir the neder. That's the Pasuk in Mishle. Right? So therefore, so Rabbi Gamliel used to use this as a Pesach. He said, do you realize Shlomo Melech is telling us that when you make a neder, it's as if you're putting a, you become a pincushion. It's if like a Shemayim that want to stab you, would you have made the neder? And the person says, no. So he used that as a way to be, to find a Pesach. But we, again, don't use that because we are afraid that people will not necessarily be honest and say, I would have made it anyway to the, to the rabbi. And this is another example of one that we don't use the following. Pesach, the Sanyar of Nasan Aimer, Hanoidek Ilubanabama. This is a famous run over here. But the Gemara tells us that if a person makes a neder, that uh, it's, he's in violation of building a backyard bama. 
So in most times in Jewish history, a person was not allowed to offer his own sacrifices in his backyard. He had to go to the base of Migdash. There were a few times uh, that they were allowed to build a bamba, but we're talking about here, it's like building a bamba in a time when it's prohibited to build a bamba, right? And the Ron explains this, is that the, the, that a, 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 a person who needs to create another uh, uh, restriction above and beyond the 613 that HaKadosh Baruch gave, it's like you're trying to create, a, you're building your own private bama, but your own service, you're not happy with the service that HaKadosh Baruch already has. So a person that, that builds a bama, who makes a nether, is like building a bama. That's, I think, the Ron learns over here. That why is it that they compare it to building a bama? The person who's doing the nether thinks, oh, I'm doing a mitzvah. I'm adding, I'm doing another mitzvah, right? However, Right? Uh, at the same way, Agarish Borhu asserted that they have a uh, certain amount of Isurim, of low sases, of things I'm not allowed to do in the Torah. So, Iunami, also, Anafshi, I'm also adding to that list. He thinks he's doing something good. The Gamar, the Tai, and the Gemara is saying, no, that's actually, uh, it's, it's a mistake. You're actually in violation by doing like Yvonne Obama, right? Because, uh, you know, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving you what you need. You don't have to add more restrictions to, to the, you know, it's like you're like almost doing another service. And I'm a Kaimo, and the person who, instead of removing the nether, now goes through and fulfills the nether, that's Ki'ilu Makavalea Korban. That's like bringing a Korban on that Bama. So that's even worse. The first guy, you built the, you built the altar. Right? Now, you could have revoked that and t- and all would be good. But you went through with the nether and you kept the nether. That's like you actually brought an animal, which is a, it's, it's actually a Mishvidei Shamayim. It's a, it's a, it's a, Shchutei Chutz, a Krovei Anyway. So, so there's two parts here. Person who made a nether, A, that's like building a Boma. Person who keeps the nether is like bringing the offering. So the Gemara says, "Bereisha paschinan b'seifa." Bereisha paschinan. The Gemara says that the, using the first one as a pesach. Do you realize it's like building a bama? The Gemara says that we could use as a pesach. I guess it's not such a terrible affront. The fact that the Torah does allow this vehicle, so I mean, it's like building a bama. But the Torah says that you, you, you know that. Uh, that it, it, it is effective. So it means a person will be honest whether that enough will deter him and say, I wouldn't have done it otherwise, or I would have done it otherwise. The, 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 the first Lashon Gemara holds, that is a valid Pesach. However, using the second part of the drosha, of the teaching, to say that if you actually go through with it, it's like actually literally bringing a carbon on a bomber. So Abayah says, also, I have no problem with that. People will be honest, and you can use that as a Pesach as well. That's already too much pressure. To tell a guy that if you go through with it, you will have, as if you... Uh, afraid you won't be sincere at that Yeah, that's what I'm saying. To say that like you, will, you offered a, 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 a sacrifice, which is like a chi of misa de shamayim, to offer outside the base of Mingdash, the person would not say, oh, you know what, I would have done it anyway. So that you can't do. So according to the first version... Right, which is the way Rav Kahana, Rav Kahana Masni Lahashmaitza Bahadeh Lishna. That's the way Rav Kahana taught it. They don't argue about 
are you allowed to use, it's as if you built a bummer, you can use that as a pesto. The second part of it, if you go through the net, it's like you offered on the bummer, that's already a machlokus rov and abai. However, everybody agrees to tell a guy that if you go through the, ned, the, the nether, it's as if you offered the nether, uh, the carbon on the, on the bama, that's too much pressure, we're afraid the person won't be sincere. Right, Beresha, but can you use the first statement, it's as if you built a bama, so Abai Amar Paschina and Rav Amar Lo Paschina. But Rav says yes, but Rav says no. But Hilcha, so the Halacha Lemaisa, is lo paschin and lo bereshel b'seifa. We don't use this as a form of a pesach. Not the first part of the teaching. It says if you built a bomber, and not the second part of the teaching. If you go through with it, it's like you offered an offering. Either way, we don't do it. So okay. Now says the Moral We also don't use the fallen pesach that was introduced by Shmuel. The Amar Shmuel Shmuel would teach. That even if a person fulfills the nether, means he doesn't violate the nether, he doesn't annul it, but he goes through with it, you're still called, in Shemayim, they look at you like you're a Russia. So again, the rabbi says this, you realize what you just did in Shemayim, they're going to call you a Russia. Uh, you, you can't expect a sincere response, because who's going to tell the rabbi, I don't care if they call me a Russia, right? That, uh, that's not going to work. my crow, what's a pasuk that shows that keeping a nether is as, as if yeah, it's, it's akin to doing an act of a Russia. It says, says in Dvarim that if you desist, you refrain from making a nether, you avoid doing sin. That's the Pasuk. Now, and we have, by means of Xer Shava, it's not a real Xer Shava, but by word association, we have the word Sechdal, which is Chadola, refraining. To a case, another pasuk that uses the word refraining. Where else do we see the word refraining used? Here by Nadorim it says, when you refrain from making a neder, then you uh, will uh, avoid sin. We have a pasuk. This is a pasuk in Eov. It says that Sham Rishayim that there. It's talking about when the Rishayim are in the grave, Chadlu Roigis. When the Rishayim are buried, that's where the anger will desist. Hashem's anger will desist. Once they will be refrained, once they are in the grave. But you see the word refraining associated with Rishoyim, with wicked. So that's right. Amar Rabbi Yosef, Ab Aranamitanino, we also learned in, uh, we had in the Mishnayas earlier, that you see that the word neder is associated with a Russia, which was, that was the point that Shmuel was making. If you realize it will be associated with doing an act of a Russia, if you make a neder and you go through with it. So he says, where do we see that? We had, uh, we, uh, we had before that if a person used the expression, I want to do this of the, the, like the neder of a kosher. That's not a binding nether, because we don't associate nedarim with kshayrim. But if he said, I want to make this a nether of rishayim, whether he used the declaration associated with a nazirus, with a korban, or with a shvua, it is a binding declaration, because rishayim are want to make these declarations, but you see again an association with the concept of nether and the act of a rasha. Amar Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmeni, Amar Rabbi Yonison, the association over here is, by the way, we said before, Rishoyim are associated with uh, making the Dorim. We just bought a Pasuk that comes uh, out, of the ang- out of anger. 
So we're going to talk a little bit about anger now, the meter of anger, which generally leads to making the Dorin. So one says that if anybody has anger, so all types of Gehenna, uh, he subjects himself to the impact, to the control of all types of Gehenna. There is actually a discussion over here, does it mean that means after 120, or means that his life, a person who, who gives in to his anger, then his life here on this world is a life of Gehenna. Creates all kinds of Gehennams for himself. When you remove uh, the anger from your heart, you remove the evil from your flesh. And the evil, word evil is associated with Gehenna. That all of the, what Hashem created is, for, is in order for to be able to give honor to Hashem. Which includes also the Rasha on the day of evil. The Rosh on the day of evil also gives honor to Hashem. And the day of evil over there we're going to see is, that means on the day that he gets judged and goes to Gehenna, that also honors Hashem. But you see the word raw associated with the word Gehenna. And not only that, that aside from creating a Gehenna, either in this world or the next world, but a person who is subject to anger brings upon himself hemorrhoids. It has a physical uh, uh, impact on the person, and ang- through anger, through stress, a person, I guess the stress comes from the anger, he will bring him and himself hemorrhoids. How do we see that? Hashem will give you there, this is when we get taken into Bavel, Lev Ragaz, a heart of anger, and we will go through a uh, I, uh, the longing, our eyes will become weak from longing. We're longing for things to get better. Bedavo nefesh, and we will have suffering of the soul. Eizadavar shemechales ainayim. What is a, a what is an ailment that causes the heart to weaken because of longing for better times? Umadivus nefesh, and it calls a torment, a suffering to the soul. Have omer elutachtonios. That is hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids causes a person to wish for better times and causes a tremendous amount of suffering. Okay. Ula, the Miskeila Aradisrogu. Interesting, a, a fascinating story here. Ula on his way up back to Aradisrogu. We know Ula used to bring the Torah of Rav Yochan and Torah of Aradisrogu to Bavel. He's gone back and forth all the time. When he went to Babel, so now he's going back from Babel to Eretz Yisrael. So it lovely trade Two people from the city of Chuzoi, that's a city in Babel, accompanied Ula back to Eretz Yisrael. Kamchad One got up, they got into a fight, and he slaughtered the other. Amar Leila Ula is holding this dripping knife. And he says to Ula, Yois Abdi, you think I did the right thing? So Ula obviously doesn't want to con- contradict this guy. So Amale in Uparale Besashita. This is a very controversial statement over here. He says, Yes, and why don't you finish off, cut through the Besashita, cut cut it through completely. Expose the Besashita completely. Says the Ran that he saw that this fellow was dying and in a lot of suffering, so he told him finish him off completely. So that itself opens a lot of halachic... Uh, but anyway, but Ula actually was doing this as a self-defense because he was afraid that if he contradicts this guy, the guy's coming after him next. 
So he also made of Yochan. We'll go back to his regular of Yochan and her destroyal. Amalei Dilma Chas V'Sholem Achzik Yad Eve Avera. He said, "Did I Chas V'Sholem support the hands of an Avera? Do I do I have any culpability in the action of this individual?" So Amalei Nafshachitzalta. He said, "You're trying to save yourself." But Tatsolos Nefashes. To defend, your, to, to protect yourself, you are okay. You did not do anything wrong. Now, Katama Rabbi Yechanan, but Rabbi Yechanan was bewildered. He was in wonderment. How could this have happened? That that type of anger that leads to one person murdering another, that's part of the Tochacha that's going to happen in Bavel. That's going to happen outside of Eretz Yisrael. That kind of stuff doesn't happen in Eretz Yisrael. How could one Jew get up and kill another Jew out of anger in Eretz Yisrael? That was Rabbi Yochran was, was bewildered about. So Amalei, so Ula answered him, Haushaita, at that very moment that it happened, Lo Avrinan Yardano. We had not yet crossed the Jordan. Now there's a very interesting Iran over here. He said, uh, um, that, he says that even though the, uh, it's the, uh, east bank of the Jordan is greater Eretz Yisrael. That was the land that was given to Bnei Gad and Bnei Ruvain. It really, but it does not have the same level of sanctity as Eretz Yisrael proper. He says, and you don't even have to bring the Omer. You don't have to bring the Omer there, which itself is a, is, 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 is a huge discussion in halacha. But the point is that where you live has impact on a person's nature and characteristics. And therefore, since they had not yet entered into Kedusha's Yisrael, it is possible to have reached the height of anger that would cause one to slaughter the other. Alright, when a person gets angry, he, he, he does not even consider the Shekhinah important before him. He, he pays no attention to the fact that the Shekhinah surrounds him. Shenemar, Rasha Kegova Apo, that the wicked person in the height of his anger, Baal Yidrosh does not seek out, Vein Elohim Kol Mazimosav, and Hashem is not in his thoughts. So when a person gets angry, he is totally consumed with himself and he does not let God into his life. Not only that, anger causes a person to forget his learning and it adds foolishness. The person becomes more foolish through his anger. It says anger is in the chest, within the chest of the foolish and the foolish person announces, broadcasts his foolishness. Means that a person does something that makes him foolish, he becomes foolish for everybody. He might at one point have been a Talmud Chacham, a scholar. Through his anger, everyone recognizes or realizes he is a fool. When you see somebody that consistently gets angry, you should know that this person has more Averis than he does has mitzvahs. The person who is a person that constantly gets angry, Rav Pesha, he has a majority of iniquities. Fascinating piece of Gemara. It says, if it wasn't for the fact that Nei Yisrael sinned, all they would have needed are the five books of Moshe, 
and Sefer Yeshua Bilvad alone, Sha'archa Shel Yisrael, because that gives the organization, the arrangements of how the land of Eretz was divided up. But they would not have needed the other 22 books of Tanakh. The only reason the other need 22 the books of Tanakh is because as the Groh writes in uh, Evan Shlema that the purpose of the Torah and the purpose of the mitzvahs is for Tikkun Amidos is to correct our character traits. So therefore, the anger that we had required another 22 books of Tanakh to give us coping mechanisms and, uh, and, 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 and methods by which we could reverse those behaviors. Okay. Anyway. Not just anger. Well, it, it's saying they, 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 sin. It says sin. It doesn't say anger. Right? Sin means that, right, I guess it's the anger born on sin, but it's all the kinds of oh, sins right. that we did, right? No, it doesn't say which sins specifically, but anyway, the sins that we did. All right. My time What's the reason that, I mean, I guess we're going to the basis for making such a statement. So he says, yeah, also it's based on a postage. This is a postage in Kahelis, in Ecclesiastics. What does it say? Kirov, the Rov Chachma, Rav, Rav Kaas. He says that, uh, that in order for the, we needed Rov Chachma, we needed an abundance of, uh, wisdom to offset the abundance of anger that we had. Again, it's uh, we had it's associating anger with sin. But we needed the additional chokhmah to uh, offset the uh, additional anger that we had. I'm Rav Asi. Rav Asi says that if somebody now, the Ran, is, this is a discussion here, an extensive discussion, the Ran learns we're switching gears a little bit. Till now we're talking about being mater neder. But he says, here we're talking about being mater eshvua. The reason why I said we have to be talking about Eshvua is just because you use the words Elokei Yisrael by the God of Israel. Elokei Yisrael is a terminology you don't use for a neder. That's a terminology of Eshvua. So it says, Ein Yisrael. If somebody used in Eshvua, you don't have to say Elokei Yisrael, but someone already said Elokei Yisrael, even if there is a, uh, a, a Pesach, there is a loophole that we can find to annul the Eshvua, we don't. And the reason is, because it's bad enough that you use God's name to invoke the Shvua, but now if you re- revoke the Shvua, then it comes out that God's name was completely used inappropriately. So it's better to let the person keep the net, the, the Shvua that he used using God's name, than to go ahead and revoke it, because it'll make it like a completely Shvua in vain. Right? Alright. So therefore, say that, I remember about the aim is God can look at Yisrael. Chutz, except for, now here also it's a little different, the, the, the gears that we have in the, in the Gemara is, Mikonem ishtenanish li, for when a person says, Kona my wife, uh, from benefiting from me, either because she ganva eskisi, because she stole my wallet, or she kaiksa or she hit my child. Now here you see, there's a little gimel on top of the Konam, because we're talking about revoking a neder, but using the word, I mean, evoking a shvua, but use the word konam. Konam usually is associated with nedarim, not with shvua. So basically, it wants to say that if you use Hashem's name, then we're not going to revoke the, the, the shvua, unless it's the case where it is the shal, a shalom bias issue, where she said, I, he, he, she, uh, he said, because she stole, because she hit my child, I make a shvua that she cannot get benefit from me, alright? 
Venoda, then we find out so that it was misinformation. She did not actually steal or hit your child. So then you, even though she uses the word for Shalom Bayez, we see Hashem allows His name to be erased. For Shalom Bayez, she here can go ahead and do it. And here there's a discussion. So why does it have to come out only if she didn't really hit the child, or she didn't really steal. If the purpose, the point is that for Shalom Bayez purposes, so then it should be even if she did hit the child, she did steal. So this is again a discussion here in the commentaries. But again, the difficulty is, it starts with Shavuos, which is the nether, Right, so exactly, whether you're Goris, the word Konim over here, you're not Goris, the word Konim, some are not Goris, and again, because it, uh, it would, uh, then must be a nether, not a Shvur. The Ron deals with this. Alright. Asi is a woman that uh, came before Ravasa, Amar Allah, the Mayan Adart. So he asked her, how, what was your, now, the word nether, the Ron says, we see the word nether used in a general term. It doesn't have to be specifically a nether, because again, we're talking about a shvur, we're going to see. He says, how did you, what was your declaration? So she said, v'lokei Yisroel. Sa'am Allah, inadart b'mohi. If you would have made a nether, like a shvur, like the shvur, mohi, we say, like Moshe, like Moshe made a shvur to Yisro. So you use that as your catchphrase, right? She kinui which is just a kinui, then I would have acquiesced to your demands that I, your, to your quest, that I be, uh, revoke the Shvua. And we, we figured out how to do it. But after the, uh, after the, but now that your declaration was not in the name of, uh, like, like Moshe Rabbeinu's Shvua, Elohim, okay, you throw, you did it in Hashem's name, so then, it now is not possible for me to be, uh, revoke your Shvua. Rav Ghana, Rav Yosef. Rav Ghana went to visit Rav Yosef. So Rabbi Yosef was pressuring Rav Gahana to eat. Rav Gahana didn't want to eat, and Rav Yosef wanted to eat. To the point where Amalei Lord Mari Kula Eloi, that no, Mari Kula by the Rabbani Shalaylam, Mari Kula to the master of all, by Rabbani Shalaylam, Loi Ta'im Nalei, I will not eat from you. So basically Rav Gahana made a shvua that he's not going to eat Rav Gahana's food. So Amar Lei, so Rav Kahana responded, Lei, Mari Kula Lei Ta'im Lei. So, uh, so the simple understanding is Rav Kahana made a shvur, he said, well, I, I, I'm not going to let you eat my food. So the words that makes no sense. Hanichal Rav Kahana to Amar, I mean, Rav Yosef was not made the second one. Rav Kahana made the first one, Rav Yosef made the second one. So he says, it makes sense, Rav Kahana made the, the Shur, like, no, Mari Kahana, uh, that I, I'm not going to eat your food, you buy the Rabbi Nishalaylam, because Rav, Rav Kahana was, uh, Rav, uh, Rav Yosef was pressuring Rav Kahana. So Rav Kahana to say, I make a Shur not to eat your food, that makes sense. But why does it make sense that the way Rav Kahana followed, I'm sorry, the way Rav Yosef followed up, was saying is, well, I'm not going to give you my food. Why would he make such a shvur? I mean, he wants him to eat it. So why are we making the shvur? Say, Rabbi Yosef, Amai, Amar, Loi, Mari, Kula. Why would he say no by the Mari Kula, by the uh, master of the universe, you're not going to eat my food? He, he, Rabbi Yosef wants Rav Kahana to eat the food. So for Rav Kahana to make the shvur, I understand. But for Rabbi Yosef's response to make the same shvur that you can't eat my food now makes no sense. Someone says, no, Yosef wasn't making a, a shvur. Rabbi Yosef was pointing out to Rav Kahana, you made a shvur. You said no, but you said, Marikula, Marikula is Rabbi Shalom. You invoked Hashem's name. 
because you did that, I can't let you eat my food. Means I, I would have been able to figure out a way to be mata your shvur. To, to, to. But now that you said Marikula invoking Hashem's name, then I can't. That's what he was telling him. Hachi Amar Lay, because Marikula Hudaka Amar. You're not going to be able to eat my food because Therefore, I cannot get you to eat my food anymore because I cannot revoke the shvur that you made. Amar So Rabbi says after all of this, Amar of Nachman, Hilchas Apostle in the Charota. First of all, from yesterday's stop, you can use a Charota. Remember, that was the easier way. What was your mindset? At the time you made the, the nether, you can use a charata. Niskak lekeisrol. Even for shvuas, you can use a pesach. Even if the person invoked Hashem's name, you can do that as well. Mishtabach leRavler of Nachman Rav Sechora. Ravah used to praise to Rav Nachman a certain individual called his name was Rav Sechora, the Adam Gadol, who is a great man. So Ravah kept going on about this Rav Sechora, how great he is, to Rav Nachman. If he comes, ever comes to you, bring him to me. If you encounter him, I'd like to meet this great man, this Rav Sechoro. So, this Rav Sechoro one time had a neder that he wanted to get a Pesach. He wanted to get an annulment of the neder. So, Rav seized upon this moment to bring Rav Sechoro to Rav Nachman, to let Rav Nachman be the one to be matter the nether for Rav Shorah. So, also commander of Nachman. So, came before Rav Nachman. So, Amalek Nadar, Adai the Hachi. So, Rav Nachman started off with a, did you make the, the nether with this in mind? Did you realize this ramification at the, at the time? Amalek in. He said, yeah, yeah, I, I did think about that. So, Adai the Hachi said, well, what about this? So, he said, in. Kamazim, this went back many times, and Rav Nachman, could not get Rav Schorer to say, oh, I did not think about that at the time I made the nether, and he got frustrated. So Rav Nachman got frustrated. So Ikvid Rav Nachman, so Rav Nachman got angry, he told him, go back to your home, go back to your porch. Means, get out of here, there's nothing I can do for you. Right? So basically, he was trying to be matzah the nether, but the guy wasn't playing ball. Because everything he was saying to him, did you think about this? Yes, there was no way he could be matzah the nether. So Nafag Rav Zechorah, so Rav Zechorah left, and he figured out a Pesach for himself. Not the Ran says that he's actually Matzah the Neder for himself, but he came up with a Pesach that he could go back to either Rav Nachman or somebody else and say, this is the Pesach, I did not take this into account, and you can use this to be Matzah the Neder. What did he take into account? Very interesting. He says, Rebbe Omer, in Pirkei Ovas we say, What is a straight path? What is an upright path that a person should choose for himself in life? It is a path that the actions that he does will bring glory to himself. Meaning, he will feel good about what he's done. It's something, and not only that, but that others around him, the people around him, will also... Uh, glorify him for what he has done. It means it's, a, don't, it's, 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 it's A, intrinsically you have to feel good about it, but it's also not enough just to say, well, I don't, I'm doing it, I don't care what anyone else thinks. You also have to take into account that people around you should also think you're doing the right thing. Alright? So, 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 that's what Rebbe said. So, said Rav Schoira, the Hashtag, the Ikbid Rav Nachman, 
So now that my actions caused Rav Nachman to get angry at me, he says, I died to the Hachilonadori. That I did not take into account when I made the nether. And therefore, that is an unforeseen, unfortunate circumstance. The great Rav Nachman should be upset at me for making this nether. And he used that as a way to create a, 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 a heter for himself. And he, when he, I guess he went back to Rav Nachman and he said, and he said, that's valid. And they figured out a way to use that as the way to be matzah the nether.